0: Hello and welcome to a podcast of things I did on the radio earlier today. Covered a breakfast show again, which is good because the podcast is out earlier. And also, by the time you're listening to this, I'll be asleep straight home and straight asleep. No messing around. Uh, But meanwhile, whatever you're doing right now, running, doing a peloton, whatever that is, uh, get stuck in and enjoy. Enjoy. In the papers today, headhunters stalk truckers in Cafe Blitz. Lorry drivers are being headhunted in cafes by agents, offering them 20 grand as a little sweetener, and they're buying them uh, dinner in a cafe. Nice. Fair enough. I mean, look, it's a supply and demand thing. I'm relatively free markety about things. What I do think is interesting that um, a while ago, on Drive, we talked about and i did this as a joke right when there weren't enough lorry drivers there was a headline saying people are asking the government to relax rules on people coming over here to work as lorry drivers and i did a joke where i said or why don't they just relax the rules on the tests go on just if you are if you're over here already yeah you got a provisional license we'll just give you a license i mean that that was a joke and now it's just true When the jokes I do on drive time become actual policy, we are all in trouble. Having said that, here's my other idea. There's a lorry driver shortage. Their plan is to lower the tests for lorry drivers, just to make it easier for people to become lorry drivers. Do you know what else we don't have enough of in the UK? Doctors. How about... Seven years of training does seem like an awful lot, doesn't it? Whereas an afternoon of watching some YouTube videos and maybe the odd episode of House get stuck in. Give them some gloves. Set of steth- stethoscopes, whatever they are. Make sure you breathe on it before you insert it into whichever orifice you do with a stethoscope. There's the thing, I don't even know where you put a stethoscope, and yet I could be qualified as a doctor under the new scheme that will come in when my stupid joke becomes actual policy again. It's time 107.5, good morning. I'm Stephen Allen another interesting story for you from the news i like news and i've got interesting stories we talk about the news a lot on the late night mash just saying it was on last night on dave 10 o'clock do i go on about it too much Uh, who knows so in the news today there's a helpline that's available the uk's first helpline for people who find it hard to sleep has been launched a survey by this place don't need to name them found that 28 percent of the uk adults have a bad night's sleep, and it's afe- affecting their mental health. Uh, they've now set up a helpline. And you think, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? A helpline that maybe you can call it, and I'm presuming it has a thing that you could listen to that helps you sleep and just nod off like that. OK, well, let's put in the number and have a little listen. What what kind of thing do they play down the line that'll make you sleep? Hang on, it's ringing. and uh, It's connecting. It's time 107.5. Good morning. I'm Stephen Allen another interesting story for you from the news I like news and I've got interesting stories we talk about the news well I, I find that offensive that they're, they're implying that I make people fall asleep one of the things we've already hit on then hearing Sam talk about the front pages genetically modified foods could be grown in the UK because now we, thanks to Brexit, can change these rules we can also bring in old imperial measurements and more on that later because that's a story too but would you eat... Let me phrase it this way. Would you eat the foods that we can now have thanks to Brexit? Has that changed your answer to that one? 01708741075. We can now start to genetically like, do some gene altering on foods. It starts off with, apparently, um, bread that won't have acrylamide. So it's you remove that cancer-causing agent. But how long until we end up with tomatoes that can tell you how fresh they are or just do it through their attitude. That'd be quite good, wouldn't it? You open the fridge and if they're like, oh, alright, what's wrong with you? You'd be like, oh, he's a bit fresh. I'll have that. Meanwhile, when it, when they stop talking as much, you don't eat them. Or, get rid of scarecrows. Why don't we take the gene from the Venus flytrap, put it in the wheat, and then if a crow lands in the field, feed me, Seymour, more. bit like that. What could possibly go wrong? As I said, it, it is the kind of thing I do where I would pretend to be speaking on the phone to a genetically modified plant. Seems like a bit too much work early in the morning, though. Pretend I did that joke and just go with it. Let me ask your news opinion. Is this technically entertainment news? Sir Clive Sinclair. Ah, uh, I've seen. Yes. Famous, but he wasn't like an actor. You know, he was an inventor.
1: Hmm. Yeah, He's, you're right. He's not. ...what you'd class as a traditional... I mean, I guess he is a celebrity in a, t- in a sense... ...in that he has achieved things, great things... That, ...that he's not remembered for... ...but he's not the traditional type of... Enter- ...he's not an entertainer, I guess he is...
0: No, but he was on TV every so often... ...you know, talking about with his Sinclair C5 and stuff... ...but sadly, he's died at the age of 81... ...and I do think he changed the world, you know... Yes. ...to be an inventor who changes the world, great... ...because, okay, the Sinclair C5... ...never really took off... ...but I bet you in the future we end up with things like that... ...in fact, you see people on bikes that are kind of sit-down bikes. That always looks odd, doesn't it? Have you seen those? Where people lie back in them. Is it more of
1: of a chair than an actual... Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh,
0: And these days, everything's got a battery slap to it, doesn't it? The lithium iron technology that makes batteries really powerful um, seems like it's great. It feels like, oh, I won't need to charge my phone as much. But I put this to you. It's meant that people can have Bluetooth speakers blaring out in the middle of the park, and for some reason they're on those cretinous e-scooters. Now, it just goes to show... That our scientists spent so long thinking about if they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. <laughs> um, but Sir, Sir Clive Sinclair also invented the, the Spectrum computer. Yes. Was that before your time? Must have been. It was, yeah. So did but you ever play any of the games?
1: I can't say that I did unless I'm. What ones are you talking about?
0: If I say these words to you, three words to you, what's your response? Jet set Willy.
1: No, never played it.
0: It's a strange one to go in with, isn't it? I mean, you've never heard of it. I was, before. I was
1: expecting like, a, like something a bit older, than like Pong or Pac Man, or I don't know, I don't know what I was thinking.
0: Newer than Pong, but um, yeah, what well, uh, Manic Miner, a Tick no. Attack, Horace goes skiing.
1: The oldest I get is Sonic.
0: Horace and the Spiders.
1: No, it's literally the first Sonic game is probably as old as I'm going to get.
0: Then I think what we need to do today is uh, the list of the Spectrum games that wasted your childhood. We can do this on the text uh, 8522, start your message with the word time, email on air at time1075.net. The Spectrum games, by way of paying homage to the great man himself, Spectrum games that wasted your childhood. In the papers today, apparently the food that puts us most in a romantic mood is having a steak now basically i've written two punchlines. one had the word rump in it and the other had the phrase five guys and i'm i can not do any of them can't do any of them at all really but um i just want to show that i did some work and then had to throw it all the way at the end it's a shame because they both would have been funny but just not for now right i love the idea of inventors anyway and some of the stuff he made is kind of cool in it imagine putting computers in loads of homes because up until then people were thinking oh in the future the computer will be very useful indeed Uh, eventually they will be the size of a large room and most towns will have one and like how wrong could you be and then people like Sir Clive Sinclair come along and do something which admittedly had 48k or you could get you get bigger than that eventually you can get up to um, I think I had a a Sinclair Spectrum plus 1 no a plus plus 2 the one that had the cassette thing attached to it and that had 128k. Boom! Nice. So, by way of paying homage, we're talking about the games that we remember wasting our childhood on. And uh, by the way, see if you remember this sound. Nice. Oh, that's when it got. Good. Oh, that's when it got good. When you start to get the the blue and yellow lines, you think it's working. It's actually working. The red and blue lines, no one cares about that. Red and cyan, nah, be there all day, mate. When you get the dark blue and yellow. Oh, I loaded it in. Morning, Steve. Uh, what was the game with the plane? <laughs> Don't know. Uh, there was also a game in the jungle, says George the Window Doctor. Okay, well, thank you for that elucidatory message. Morning, Steve and all. Um, says uh, Jeff at the tyre shop yes big fan of Jet Set Willy and Manic Miner and have them on my phone as an app You can get them on the phone as an app also used to like Chucky Egg and Donkey Kong nice uh, Martin got in touch with a couple of games that he uh, used to play including Paperboy mm, that was good it's kind of weird because you were travelling at a diagonal angle up the road wasn't it it's weird you used to have a Kempston joystick made it tricky horace ghost skiing on the list as well beautiful was that where t- to try and get to the skiing you'd have to cross the road and you know here's an irony that i think i learned from um i learned what irony was from horace ghost skiing the most common thing that hit you when you were trying to cross the road was the ambulance wasn't it oh the irony of it just made it worse in the papers today two ballistic missiles fired by Kim Jong Un's military were launched from the roof of a train it says I mean that is like science fiction isn't it being able to fire I hope that actually the future of warfare isn't train based because as a nation the UK you know I'm sure we're great at launching missiles but when it comes to launching trains, not necessarily, you know. I just don't like the idea that war breaks out, and the next thing you hear is an announcement that says, "We're sorry to announce the cruise missile from Peterborough has been delayed. The missile will be sent on a replacement bus from outside this station." Yeah. Um. Right. Let's get stuck into our big breakfast debate. We were talking about this, about one of the things that's in the papers today is the return of the imperial measure. Apparently, Boris Johnson could be bringing in a return to the old days of the pounds, the ounces, and the groats. I'm not an expert on it. What's your take? What's your hot take on this? What's your Basically, what I'm going to be asking on the show today is, what's your favourite unit of measurement? There's a phone-in that I don't think anyone's ever done before. What's your favourite unit of measurement? Because during the EU years, we couldn't actually have some of the old imperial measurements. I mean, when I say couldn't actually have, I've not spent the last however long since 1975 only being able to like drink half litres of things. They still served pints, and you could still get a foot long you didn't have to get a tape measure out or a ruler and go, how many centimetre long do I want in this subway? The So it feels like we've always been able to have these. But somehow they're changing it. And what's your take on it? What's your favourite unit of measurement? one I know a lot of people will think that, yeah, this is a, a good way of doing it, that the imperial system is so much easier. And they, many people might be right when they say that. I mean, for me... The only conversion that I could remember, because it's all about trying to get the conversions right, isn't it? Um, So the only conversion that I remember is that one metric ton, spelled T-O-N-N-E, that's how you spell that ton, isn't it? Is different to the T-O-N, which is the imperial one. Just trying to work out what the conversion rates were. Let's have a look. Because if you've got one metric ton, you are dealing with have a look on this it's 0.907 short tons or 1.016 long tons so and that's the only conversion i've ever been able to remember which means i've been buying way more potatoes than i need but what's your favorite way of measuring stuff up a lot of people think that it's a difficult system a lot of remainers will be saying that your uh, imperial system not very good and for me I think it's probably just easier because a scruple is 20 grains and a troy pennyweight is 24 grains and a minimum is 1 60th of a fluid dram. So expressing a fluid's density is easy. I, I choose the unit of pennyweight per minim. It makes more sense. Everyone, everyone naturally gets a sense of what a pennyweight per minim would be, wouldn't it? And here's a question that you can answer as well on the emails. If a train is travelling at 5 rods per minute and burns off a gill of fuel every 5 minutes, calculate its momentum. Have a crack at that bad boy. Front page of the Sun. get the peers in there celebrating Piers Morgan returning to the Sun and doing a TV show. No one did a big front page when I came back to Time FM. The same Romford recorder. you missed a trick there. Could come on. Pictures would have been available. Uh, we're also talking about the computer games that you used to spend your time playing if you had a Spectrum. Um, uh, There's Smudger who says, we bought the children a Spectrum 48K and what I remember about the games is it took ages. In the time it took you to download one, I think you weren't downloading it, you were loading it into the RAM from its magnetic storage uh, on the cassette. But fair enough, let's not get technical. Uh, I'd have grown a full beard, said Smudger. So I would say, wasted my adulthood. Well, yep, no, can't disagree with that. Talking about this imperial measurement lark could be returning that shops were to sell you stuff in the old ways of measuring things. You know, your, um, your Troy ounce. Everyone likes getting a Troy ounce involved. Melanie says there's a big difference between it being legal to use it and you having to use it. Just saying, well, that's right. I take your point. You know, yes, it will be made legal, but it won't be that we're not allowed to use the kilogram at all anymore. But then... I thought we were still doing it like you go buy a pint of milk today before they brought in the new law i challenge you to buy a pint of milk you get that much milk you you can do it i don't know what the thing is i did some tweets about this last night and they've been included in a, a post on by the poke you know like the t- satirical website so it's nice to get a mention in it turns out uh, you can get in touch on facebook Mark says, changing back to the imperial system is like going back to speaking Latin. Well, you know, caveat emptor and all that. Uh, Archaic and pointless. P.S. My favourite unit of measurement is the light year. It puts everything into perspective. (laughs) Well, it's all relative, isn't it? Well, not that. Everything else is. Boris Johnson could be bringing in a return to the use of the old ways. The, uh... Not the farthing. No, that was the money one, wasn't it? You know, like the perch, which is a unit of area. I think a perch is a square rod. Is that right? Debate me. Uh, one 708 to the phones. Hello.
1: Morning, Steve. John Tyler. Hello there. A couple of weekends ago, I
0: went to uh, Romford Market. Mm. Uh, and as I'm coming through, I've, I thought I'd grab me bits and pieces uh, from the fruit and vegetable so I said, can I have four pounds of potatoes, please? And he come back with, it's all kilos now, Governor. I said, all right,
1: fair enough, I said I four pounds of kilos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the old ones, eh? Uh, old, well, they don't get much older than measuring things in uh, bushels and pecks. but cheers for that. Right, 01708741075. And now with the time being just after half past eight... It's time to get you up to date with the latest news headlines.
1: The government insists it will learn the lessons from a critical report suggesting there's an epidemic of violence against women in England and Wales. Cabinet Minister George Eustace has been reacting to the police watchdog's conclusions which cause on officers to treat cases more seriously. England's international travel rules are being discussed today, with rumours the traffic light systems being scrapped. The travel industry has long complained about red tape harming their business. A 39-year-old man has been jailed for attempting to rape his flatmate in Tower Hamlets. Alexandra Cardona entered the victim's bedroom while removing his clothing, grabbed him by the throat and attempted to force him to perform sexual acts. An Indian restaurant in Dagenham has been fined more than £5,000 for fly-tipping. The Balti Cottage dumped a large amount of waste on two separate occasions in Goresbrook Road. Time to see if we can sort out the birthdays.
0: (laughs) Right then, let's see if we do some celeb ones first before we jump into the book. Oh, these are all going to be right up your street. Okay. Flowrider.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Straight in there. Straight Rapper,
0: in. and that's probably the end of that description.
1: Um, it has been around a little while, I think. Is it maybe 42? Let's
0: have a look. Is that he, anywhere near? He is. Oh, it's very close. You're really? only one out. He's 41 today. Wow, okay. Happy okay. birthday, Flowrider. Ella Purnell, who's an English actress, was in Maleficent, Never Let Me Go, and The Legend of Tarzan.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, 38?
0: Younger than that, I'm afraid. She's 24. Born in London, so could be listening. So, sorry, Ella. Um, Baz Luhrmann, director for things like Romeo and Juliet, Moulin Rouge, and The Great Gatsby.
1: Okay. Um, Maybe 58? (laughs) Not again! Not Spot again! Spot on! Oh, okay. F- Fifty-eight. Yeah. How do you get I huh? that? I knew that. I I had that in my brain. And seeing as you're a news
0: person, it would be nothing shy of an embarrassment if you didn't get uh, this uh, one right. Okay. Just <laughs> just to build it up. Uh, the 15th Prime Minister of India, uh, Narendra Modi, has a birthday today. What do you reckon? Um, don't Google. <laughs> don't,
1: you can oh, listen. I think I think he's is he 71? <laughs>
0: one year out you know more about baz lerman he's 70 today in the papers today a new updated tube map has been unveiled it features two new stations on the northern line extension in south london nine elms and battersea power station will be open from 5 30 a.m on monday which i think is terrible hear me out they keep opening these new tube stations. And it's annoying me, because I've got those... You know you can get those novelty pants that have the tube map on them. Well, now it's dated my pants, hasn't it? I've got to buy new ones, otherwise it'll be obvious I've not updated them. I mean, if I just look at my tube map pants... Look at that! Jubilee line terminating at Charing Cross. Yeah, I really need to get some new ones of these, time not I? But we're talking about the uh, the old measurements. The Imperial system could be brought back as well and that's got some comments coming through a lot of people saying that it's just easier it's more natural to use the imperial system and I think it is it's it's very easy for example if I would say to you what's heavier an ounce of water or an ounce of gold and the answer of course is gold because if you're measuring precious metals you use the Troy system whereby a Troy uh, ounce is a twelfth of a pound whereas For everything else, you use the standard ounce, which is a sixteenth of a pound. So an ounce of gold is heavier than an ounce of water if you were to weigh it. That makes a lot more sense, doesn't it? I mean, I don't know why we've not been using this system for so long. There's your podcast. Thank you very much for downloading it and listening to it. You've made it to the end. Well done. That's not bad, is it? At At least you've done something with your life today um what you could also do is track me down on social media at mr stephen allen twitter's the best one then there's videos on tiktok i do nothing on instagram not with a face like this can't really you can't polish a turd you can but it just gets really messy and you have to throw away that duster what i don't know but the point is there'll be more podcasts on the way soon till then bye